Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we have a very special episode all about the great Indiana State Fair. I had the privilege of attending the Media Day preview, and boy, do they have a lot in store for us this year. The 165th Indiana State Fair opens Friday, July 29th, and will continue through Sunday, August 21st. The fair opens daily at 9 a.m., but it is closed Mondays and Tuesdays. The 2022 Indiana State Fair is celebrating its automotive theme, Fun at the Speed of Summer, celebrating Indiana's automotive excellence, presented by Tom Wood Automotive Group. We'll hear from Cynthia Hoy. She's the executive director of the Indiana State Fair. Brooke Williams, director of communications for the American Dairy Association. Linda Frank, corporate marketing director for North America Midway Entertainment. And we have a very special conversation with Nancy Leonard. She's the superintendent at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Arts Building. And Linda Bocknick, she's with the Agriculture and Horticulture Department staff. Anna Welchel will close things out. She's the chief marketing and sales officer for the State Fair. Keep up to date with everything at the State Fair at indianastatefair.com. Oh, and I forgot to mention my dear friend Terry Stacy joins us for the show too. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. We are at the great Indiana State <laughs> Fair. Cindy Hoy is here. Have you been promoted lately? What is your title now? <laughs> I'm the executive director Still. Well, of this crazy place called the Indiana State Fair where I, I, it just feels like cats are running around loose <laughs> and every once in a while I gotta herd them in. Um, but no, it's, th- this, is our, this is our Christmas and we are so excited about this year. I mean, it is really cool by elevating the automobile and the history of the automobile in Indiana. And you're going to see really whimsical places throughout the grounds where you'll have that experience. But then, gosh, we're here right now sampling all these unique foods. And food is the number one reason people love to come to the fair. And so elevating that again this year and incredible uh, Hoosier Lottery free stage has an incredible lineup this year. And so people are just going to be happy to be back again. Yeah, I think they are too. And and last year you, you changed the schedule up a little bit as far as the length of the state fair have monday and tuesday off everybody wondered will they continue with that that program with that schedule so it must have worked enough for you to carry it on to 2022. we found that people were it it kind of helped spread out the crowds a little bit and so you have more options on when you're going to make your your um, experience here at the fair Uh, you have four weekends in which to pick that was also a big consideration with schools already back in session and more and more and more this four weekends gives people far more opportunities to come so what we did is we we did it for um for last year for 21 we're doing it for this year 22 and we're going to do it for 23 so we're going to do three years of this format reevaluate it make sure that it still works for everybody and then we'll see what happens in 24. We're 4-H'ers and I've heard from them they said the Mondays and Tuesdays off gives them the opportunity to move their animals in and out without the crowds and gets them in and out quickly and so that's a benefit to the 4-H'ers and the animals. Yes absolutely and then then you think about all the 4-H what they call still projects that's photography and the arts and all that a lot of county fairs are still operating this weekend so this weekend of the fair those buildings will not be fully open 
they'll only be open just a little bit so they can bring in the rest of the projects on Mondays and Tuesdays when it's closed to the public. So it really is. It, it works very well. They, what you're going to find this year during the fair, though, is nothing is as it was before. So let me give you an example. Okay. There are cows that are no longer going to be in the, in the cattle barn. In the cattle barn right now are pigs. I know. I know. You just switch it up because of the pavilion's gone. Exactly. Because of all the construction. So then the expo hall has a brand new exhibit called Mama Town. That's the sow and the litter and the rabbits. And then in that building, we've moved what you kind of thought about shopping in the expo hall. We've moved to Ag Court. And so it's an entirely different experience in Ag Court. So really, it's shuffle. It's the year of a shuffle, you know? And it's fun because things have changed and and you're gonna have to spend a little bit of time looking at your program or going onto our website and seeing all those changes and then you're gonna have a great time coming out here. Do you still have the app? Did you do an app this year, app gone? We did not do an app. Our customer was said, eh, we're not as interested in the app as we thought they might be. And so we've tried it twice and decided it is really not worth the the amount of effort and the the amount of money that goes into building it. So we just are directing everybody to the website. We talk about the changes. Anything new this year, whether that's a ride or whether that's, we obviously are seeing all of the great new foods, uh, which are amazing. Mel McMahon's with me. She said they've really upped their game this year. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Anything that's going to be new this year. I know you do a lot of features. Sometimes you bring in big giant Ferris wheels or whatever. Anything new this year? No, I um, the the giant Ferris wheel this year is brought to you by Ball State, which I love that connection. Oh my gosh, how fun. Tom Wood Automotive Group is brand new to us and they're sponsoring and presenting the whole fair for us. And so the automobile is all new. There's going to be displays every single day along the main street on the north side where we've got um, a a big bus and cars that are murals that are gonna be happening. So there's a lot more on the north side that's new and enhanced this year and a little bit different. But really the the new for everybody this year is just how it's shuffled and how things are just a little bit different locations. So we look forward to feedback from people if, if they like the shuffle, if they have other suggestions. But next year, in 23 with a new building will come back online so it will be completed in 2023 in july of 23 so pigs will be back in the pig barn next year i like change though i (laughs) I do i like change because i come every year and have since i was a kid so i like a little bit of change and behind us over here the batmobile and we are in the um uh uh, Harvest Pavilion. Thank you, Mel McMahon. Harvest Pavilion. By the way, Mel, hi. Hi. Great to see you. It's great to see you. Do you I'm have so questions? happy to be here. Well, you know, I think what's interesting is people don't realize that the State Fair is, you know, it's its own entity, right? You have your own team, your own people, and you're working year-round to put this together. What is it like on opening day for you? What is that Oh, that's feeling? such a good question. I know, right? Um, it is kind of a goosebump moment because... Your team has worked so hard to put it all together, and you know all the details that are in place, but the public hasn't seen it yet. So it is it is like Christmas morning. It's like unwrapping the packages. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to love this. Oh, they're going to be so excited to see, see Mama Town and the sow and litter back again and in that location. And so it is like all of us have this pride and excitement about it that we are just 
kind of can't sleep the night before because we're just so excited to <laughs> unveil it, you know? Yeah. And then the day after the fair feels like the day after Christmas, you know? It's over, deep breath. Oh, wait, everything's kind of a mess. You got to regroup. But, you know, we, it's funny. Um, like right now, we already have the theme for next year. We already have the program pretty well established for next year. We, And we're looking, we have a plan for, for 24. So we don't really just start the day after the fair. It takes, it's a constant process um, of taking a look at, and we, we do this to ourselves. We, we love to change. And so 70% of what our customers they want their saltwater taffy at the same place they've gotten their saltwater taffy. <laughs> right, right, Terry Stacy? That's right. That's right. Um, that they did with their grandparents. And so that 70%, we got to try and figure out how to keep those traditions and memories, but build on new. And so that is always our challenge. About 70, 70% stays the same, and 30% always has, has to be new and a little bit different and unique. There are new exhibits in the glass barn, thanks to our soybean partners. Um, really excited for people to take a look at that and that is the story the modern story of agriculture we our, our goal is that people leave the fair with a little bit more knowledge about where their food comes from how it's grown how these farmers work so hard and do what they do to feed all of us and um, so new stories over there on the north side for people to explore how many attendees are you expecting this year so typically we have about 850,000 and um, last year we were grateful to have 830,000. So somewhere around in there, I mean, we're just glad that people are back and to experience people's um, smiles and their excitement and just knowing that it is fully back on track, it is, it's really fun. I'm so excited! <laughs> We really are looking forward to it. You know I love it, Cindy. I you know, know I love this place more than anything, and I, I'm just so happy that we are back. Yeah. Um, thank you for everything you do. Thank you work you. so hard. The place is spick and span every day. Everybody that works out here does such a phenomenal job of making it a great experience for anybody that comes from all over the state. So thank you. Thank you. I am Brooke Williams, the Director of Communications for the American Dairy Association, Indiana. Brooke, let's talk about the Dairy Bar, right? It's one of the staples of the Indiana State Fair. What do you think people love about it so much? I think there's a lot of tradition that goes into the Dairy Bar. We've been open in some capacity since 1941, and we're still one of the most family-friendly uh, groups around keeping our prices low it's really important to our Indiana dairy farm families to do that and we serve really great nutritious and delicious food and who's working in the dairy bar when we show up every day it's a different group of volunteers so it could be an athletic group from high school it could be a band it could be a choir uh, but all local groups from around the state this is their way of raising money for different funding that they need uh, to, to be great in their schools and they get to serve some amazing treats. And we have some new stuff this year, too. What can we expect? Every year we do have a signature item this year, signature milkshake. It's the mint cookie crumble milkshake topped with Girl Scouts Thin Mint Cookies. And this is the first time we've ever had an item where the proceeds from the shake go back to the Girl Scouts of Central Indiana. So pretty cool initiative there. And then we're doing the quick quesadilla, which uh, with the help from Bain Welker, we have this awesome new oven that we're utilizing in the dairy bar. Um, and the quesadilla has cheddar and Monterey Jack and served with red gold salsa. Mm. 
I think the grilled cheeses are one of my favorites, right? And, oh, they're just so ooey and gooey. What's one of your favorites? Can you pick one? Uh, I always go for pepper jack on, on sourdough bread. Can't go wrong. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. Yeah, and if you want to follow us along, at Dairy on social media or winnersdrinkmilk.com. Hi, I'm Linda Frank. I'm Corporate Marketing Director for North American Midway Entertainment. So for those who aren't familiar with what Midway Entertainment means, that's where all the rides are, correct? Yeah, all the rides that you have here at the Indiana State Fair. Do you have a favorite one? I'm a sucker for the double-decker carousel. There's something nostalgic about it that really hits me in the heart. And that's new to the fair last year, right? It was its first year here? Last year was its first year here, and it was a huge hit, so we had to bring it back. And it's absolutely beautiful, right? And you get a different view of the fairgrounds, too, which is super fun. What can people expect in the Midway this year? Is it kind of the traditions that we love, and is there anything new? We've got a lot of the traditions that we love. You've got your uh, Ferris wheels that are always a huge hit, the merry-go-rounds. And then this year we also have a new ride, the Vertigo, for people to enjoy, which will take you way up in the air and spin you around. Classic Midway style, but a new ride for people to enjoy. Now, are there any special Midway deals or anything that people can take advantage of? Yes, we have wristband deals that are available on weekdays, so you can ride all day. Linda, something I noticed when we were driving in is the super wheel is back. Yeah, it's back and it's just as big as last year. One of my favorite parts about it is that it has the air-conditioned gondolas. So if you need a break from the heat, hit up the super wheel. That's where you'll find me. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Hey, Nancy. Tell us where we are and what we're looking at. You are right now in the Indiana Arts Building. This building has changed names a couple of times. It started out as the Woman's Building, then it went to Home and Family Arts, and now we are the Indiana Arts Building. In this building, before we moved ag- agriculture over here, we have needle arts and sewing, we have decorative arts, we have antiques, we have fine arts professional, we have fine arts non-professional, and we have culinary arts and photography. This year, with all the construction going on on the grounds, we had to move buildings around, and they took the agriculture building, which I am superintendent of the agriculture building in this building, and they put the vendors over there, so I have half agriculture there, and the other half is over here. So it looks really neat. We filled it in, and if we walk this direction, we have sunflowers, we have honey, We have watermelon, we have corn, we have cucumbers. We're still a part of agriculture. I know people think that that's going down. It's only going to go down if the farmers stop growing and if the people stop bringing their vegetables and fruits and flowers in. And if they do that, then we won't have anything to eat. But we are fixing it up. It looks really nice. We're set to go. Everything's hung. All of our vegetables and flowers and all are in. And tomorrow when the bell goes ding, 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 we are going to be ready. Well, it looks incredible. And, you know, I think it's a neat opportunity to introduce these pieces to maybe a different audience who maybe they don't go in that ag building or maybe they don't come in the arts building. But it's a chance for you to celebrate a lot of different things. With this being the woman's building, that's the way it started out, the men didn't come in. They thought we only had things for women in here. We, We had to stop at the door and we have paintings, we have photography we have things that well men do clothing also we had one case that was just had men's suits and they were made by a boy so we have that now we're going to draw more people in 
than just the normal to come in because we have agriculture in here now. I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait to learn more about what has been showcased here from all over the state. So you want to take us on over there? Show us what's going on. Now, these are the, the gourds that will come in. Okay. All of this is going to be judged. We have the dried ones, so they were judged and looked at seeds and all for those. We have the ones that haven't dried out yet. This year we have a pumpkin pin that someone built to put all their pumpkins in, and that's really a neat idea. We display, they bring in so many of their eggplants, peppers, cucumbers, cabbage, everything. Any vegetable that they can grow comes in. And, I mean, they're really pretty to come in and see them displayed like this because it's not going to last long before we have to start eliminating. Um, we have corn, dried corn, anything that you can imagine that you can grow. A farmer, a non-farmer can grow. We have it. It looks like we're on the set of a cooking show or like a grocery store. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful in the way things are set up. What, what are some of the things that people are being judged on? What are, what are the judges looking for? Uniformity is one of the things, uh, how appealing it is for it to eat, for you to eat, color, um, texture, size, wow. if there's any blemishes on, on the produce. Now, Linda, you're walking around with a clipboard. What is your role in this building? I, at, earlier this morning, all the items were judged, and I am recording the results. And then once the results are recorded they, and verified, they are put into the computer system, so then they can view them after. And I'm one of the coordinators for the Egg Hort building, and um, I've been with the fair like 10 years, so I'm just real excited to help and seeing the the exhibitors are so excited when they bring bring their products in and some of them spend hours setting up everything and it's so exciting and everything in here is from indiana and people don't think about you know that yes there are indiana grown nuts and there's persimmons and pears and just things that we take for granted what is it like to be able to showcase and share this with the community it's it's fantastic because some of the things that came in Yesterday, I, wa I walked in and I said, what is that item? And she said, it's a kohlrabi. And I said, what's a kohlrabi? What do you do with it? Her little son was with her and she goes, well, you eat it. And I went, really? Because, you know, I look at things. I'm Indiana, mm -hmm. you know. I look at things and I went, I don't know what that is. But you, you learn. You look at the different texture and the shape and everything. And, and I'm, I'm quick to say, well, what is that? And we have a banana squash. That's that's fairly oh. new. I hadn't seen one of those. I've and never seen really a banana squash. Okay, let's let's talk about this banana squash. What is? I, I mean, I'm looking at it, but I don't, I'm trying to think of how you know we got to give people a visual. Like, how do we describe what we're looking at here, Nancy? It looks like a giant, giant, orange yellow cucumber. Yes, that is a great way to describe mm -hmm. it. But it's not. It does not look like a banana. No. That's what throws us off with yes. the name. <laughs> but I yeah. ask about that one, too. What is that? And, you know, they they enjoy talking about their different produce because sometimes they will look at you like, you don't know? <laughs> and it's, no. But it's it's fantastic. Well, I've never seen so many different kind of squash. Like, it almost looks like you're at, like, the decor section of a department store, right? Because you think of, like, the fake gorge you can buy right. and things like that. But, like, no, it's modeled after things we grow. We just call this the designer corner, mm -hmm. you know, because the we are we, we are designing. And look at the color, the color sequence. 
It's beautiful. You know, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And then we come out of the vegetables and the fruits, and we come out to another area where we have flowers. This one is beautiful. They grow the plants, they judge the plants, and you know, they're it's beautiful. They're beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. I was worried when we moved over here about sunflowers. The building, the build, agriculture building has mm -hmm. taller ceilings, open ceilings, and they started bringing the sunflowers in, and I'm going, oh my gosh, because they are by the tallest yeah. sunflower. Where are we going to put those? How tall is that one? Do we know? Over 19 feet. 19 feet. This one's huge, too. And that was their second one. That's like 17 feet approximately right around there. And these are from a Ukrainian family, and they're going to take the seeds and send them back and spread them out, because that's their flower. Mm -hmm. That's their national flower. So they're going to take the seeds from these sunflowers and send them back home. It's that's that's just... It was, gave us chills. That's why you want to cry. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, the stories, right? It's all about the stories yes. and the people and yes. the connections. And just thank you so much for what you've done at the fair for years and just making it such an amazing experience this is my for everybody. year. It's my 27th year. Mm -hmm. What do you love the most about it? <laughs> I love it all. I, you know, when people come in, I, I, I treat them like you're coming into my home. This is my home. This is how we do in our home. This is how we decorate our home. You're entering the, our house. And my, all of my employees in here, they, we treat everyone coming in like, welcome to our home. I love it. Let us show you around our home. Linda, what about you? What makes it so special? You said 10 years you've been a part years. of the fair? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love everything, too. From everything from the, the building, seeing all, all the wonderful items in there, to the rides, the food, the people. It's just, you get so excited talking to everyone when they're coming in. It's like your home. They're visiting in here, and you want to share, and they'll tell you their stories. And, and we're just putting the finishing touches on, and it'll just everything will be ready to go tomorrow morning. We have people that come in early when the building is empty and they look around and then they come in during the fair and they go, where did this stuff come from? <laughs> you know, every it's, it is totally different. When you walk in here, it's dirty. There's nothing in. We clean it. We hang everything. I asked one lady, I said, did you think we just went and everything appeared? She goes, well, I was wondering, but look. It's Man. incredible. It's Ladies, it's incredible. Thank you so much for all of your work that goes into this. Thank you for hosting us throughout the State Fair. And we just we can't wait to see it and see all the people enjoy it, too. You're quite welcome. Thank you for coming and checking out our home. Yeah, I love it. You're welcome. Enjoy the day. Hi, I'm Anna Welcher with the Indiana State Fair. Anna, what is your role here? So I'm the Chief Marketing and Sales Officer, so I get the honor, which truly is an honor, to help program and promote the State Fair. How long have you been in this role now? Oh my gosh, so I've been with the State Fair for, it'll be 10 years in April, so this is my 10th Indiana State Fair, and I do count 2020. Even though we had to cancel the full fair, we planned 25 versions of it before that happened during the pandemic, so I counted. How has the fair changed from when you first started to the 2022 fair? One of my favorite things about this place, not just the fair, but the state fairgrounds, is it is constantly evolving. So we currently have our century-old hog barn that's under construction to be rebuilt into a 150,000 square foot multi-use facility that's going to change the 
it's going to change the whole feel of this place. And we're constantly doing projects like that. Over the last 25 years, about $150 million has been put into this place to renovate it and bring it up to speed. It's incredible. Well, I think sometimes too people forget that, yes, we have the state fair, right? It's a few weeks of the year, but there's so much going on here the rest of the year too. That's right. So the state fair staff, we produce the state fair. It's the only event that we produce ourselves, but then year round, we lease this facility out to the community, to promoters, to other events, to bring more economic impact into our, our neighborhood and our city. We host about 400 events outside of the state fair. So this place has something moving and changing and activating it all year round. Talk about the theme for this year's state fair and where it came from. So this theme has been in the hopper for a couple years. We always try to find something about Indiana's history and celebrate it. And Indiana has an incredibly rich automobile history. And it's fun to tell those stories and to educate the public on it. And then of course our mission and our why is rooted in agriculture. So again, tying that back to the agriculture story and making sure we have an impact on that. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a huge thank you to our title partners of Tomwood Automotive Group that have come on this journey with us and helped us bring this to life. Media Preview Day is always so much fun. There's something super special about being here before it opens to the public, but there's something really special too about seeing all the work behind the scenes. Because you know, when people get here, it, it's done, right? And it's going on. But on this day especially, you can see everybody, you know, just doing their jobs, working hard, scrambling. What is it like for you when you get through all of that and then you have opening ceremonies? It's so special. It reminds us all why we do it. When when families come through those gates and they're making memories and the smiles on their faces, it's, it's why literally we all do what we do. And don't get me wrong, these are long hours. This is a massive event to produce. It takes a village. We have about a thousand people that we employ year round and that help produce this event. Volunteers, seasonal workers, our full-time staff. We have staff members that have been here 20, 30, 40 years working here because again, the reward are those smiles at the end of the day. It looks incredible. I can't wait to experience it. Bring my kiddos, oh. right? It's such a family event. And I'm, I'll tell you what, they are going to flip when they see the number 95 Lightning McQueen card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have some really exciting new things this year. The fair is a really interesting event to produce because you want to keep the tradition. Again, this is a 165-year-old event. People like their traditional items, but you also want to bring in something new and wow for the kiddos or for the parents, whatever it is. So this year, we have some really fun new wows. We got the 1964 Batmobile, which is really, really cool. I think we are, we've got a really special fair ready for people and we're going to have, we're going to be ready tomorrow morning when we open those gates. Well, we're ready too. And thank you so much for all the hard work you've put into this and I can't wait to experience it. We couldn't do it without you, Mel. We couldn't do it without our partners, the media, everybody that helps us bring this thing to life for the community. It's, it, this is the community's event. IndianaStateFair.com is where you need to go to get all the details about everything going on at the fair. And follow our adventures, too. We're Indiana-owned on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana-owned and Indiana Gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Find local businesses near you or get your business certified local at IndianaOwned.com. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. 
Find local now at indianaowned.com.